morning, good afternoon, good evening. This for my grown and sexy, the two steppers in the party. GM, yeah. Oh. This time let's hit good issue. This time let's talk about real issue. This time let's talk about knowledge. Next time we'll talk about power. This time let's hit good issue. This time let's talk about real issue. This time let's talk about knowledge. Next time we'll talk about power. What's good, everyone? Welcome to Views from the Group Chat, your much-needed dose of savagery. This is your host, Jabir, along with my brother Stephen and Chris. How y'all doing this weekend? Pull up, pull up. I am good. I am good. What was that voice? <laughs> I'm in my soca reggae feeling because I downloaded a whole bunch of reggae and soca and I was mixing it around today. So I'm in my little West Indian vibe today. Nah, I don't think they want you to do that. Yeah, neither do I. They don't want that voice. Yeah. <laughs> nah, what's going on, fellas? How y'all been? Good, man. Um, it's tired. Like, I, I didn't get to go bike riding uh, this morning, but I went yesterday. I'm, my body's still tired. Oh, okay. I went today again. Oh, you're, you're wilding. Yeah. It was, <laughs> let me tell you, that first four <laughs> was not nice to me. <laughs> but nah, uh, we're, we're all alive. That's what we're, where we're at today. Yeah, I, I feel you. My plan is to, to, I didn't go today, so that way tomorrow I can start first day of the week or first day of the work week wake up at like 5 36 go for a bike ride come back and then get to work well the app the app starts you on sunday so i try to make sure i get in on sunday no worries guys my bike will be here hopefully by the end of next week hopefully hopefully you need to hurry up Listen, man, COVID took my uh, took my cycle shop out of service real quick. So, COVID is taking more than the cycle shop from you, my man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> COVID is taking a lot. It's taking a waistline. Like it's it's not been friendly. Listen, we'll, we'll talk about we talk about that later about the waistline photo. <laughs> you know, as soon as she posted that picture, the first person I thought about. Was what is Stephen gonna say? To me? <laughs> <laughs> and he was the first person to text me. So I was like, "Oh my god!" But we'll, <laughs> but we'll you talk know, later about that. The the what annoys me the most about that is when he sees something online, he'll take the picture and then circle it, and then say like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> so unnecessary. Like, there's no need to highlight it. Like, we already know what you're looking at. But the circle just adds another like level to the insult. Nah, you never know because there's a lot of pictures out there. Like you gotta, <laughs> now nah, I gotta make sure. You know, too much, uh, too too many presentations. You gotta call it out. Like I don't want. You can't leave any air for for mystery. Like people, because let's let's say this, someone will ignore it. Like I don't even see what the problem is here. <laughs> <laughs> Racism? Nah, that's not real. Like I gotta circle it. So yeah. <laughs> No, that's fair. That's fair. But COVID has taken a, a lot from uh, from all of us. But I will say COVID has highlighted something very, very interesting for Spates. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let him talk about uh, or let him offer his apologies to me. All right. So uh, I want to say about two and a half weeks ago, maybe two weeks. No, this is going on three weeks now. It was the Jada Kiss and Fab versus Challenge. And everybody that knows me knows that I am big on Fab. Like, you can't tell me nothing. If Fab spits a horrible bar, I don't care. That's still my guy. Everybody listens to Deck A, I'm listening to Deck B tracks. But uh, I want to say a, a long, our very, very, very first podcast is in. We had did a battle with verses, lyrics for lyric. I chose Fab. And Jabir chose Jada. Now Jabir washed me on that because I, I'm not really a rapper. <laughs> I'm not really a rapper, so I know how fast fits the bars. So I'm still rocking with my guy Fab. So I lost. I take that L, but I'm still rocking out my guy Fab. Then it came to the versus challenge. I was hyped. I'm like, yes, it's, this is gonna be great, big for the culture. This is gonna be amazing. But my guy Fab is still gonna wash Jada. 
still go to Duke. And <laughs> Jabir, I just want to apologize for ever saying to you, Jada is whack, corny, uh, Fab is better because Jada just washed the just washed Fab in, in the first ten songs. The first ten <laughs> songs he washed them, and uh, I even went back, replayed it. Still got washed again, and uh, now as of yesterday, it ended my fabulous boycott where I was not listening to none of Fab's music. <laughs> yesterday ended the boycott. I played some Fab tracks. I'm feeling good, but I must say, when that battle was over, and I went to work that night, on my way home, I stopped at Walgreens. I bought an Apple iTunes card. And I bought nothing but Jada music when I got home and put it all on my computer. And uh, so Jada is now in the Serato. He was in there, but now he's in there a lot. You know, even the one song I don't like, uh, Everywhere We Go, I even bought that song. So, Jabir, I owe you an apology. It won't never happen again. You can clown me forever and just say just say Jada's better than Fab. It's a fact, because Jada watched Fab, and he watched it with old tracks. Not even none of the new stuff. All, all old tracks. So, I concede. You win, and that's it. You got your apology. Now, let's move our way on to the next segment. Now. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I got to give my... I gotta like bask in this. This is beautiful because we've we've had this conversation for so long. And even when the the Friday versus or sorry, what what is what was their CD called? The Nightmare on Jason Elm Street or Jason? Yeah, whatever. Jason versus Freddie. Like we had the the debate over who had the better verses. And again, I'm very biased, so I'm going to say Jada Kiss. But I, I can't I can't sit here and tell you, Chris, that Fab is better than Jada or Jada's better than Fab. I prefer Jadakiss. Like, you prefer Fab. I'm, I'm not going to get into who's better and who's not. I will say, though, Fab is a better song maker. Fab has done way better, like, commercial-wise than Jadakiss. But uh, that battle definitely put Jadakiss in a, in a different perspective for me because I, I had completely forgotten some of those songs. But it was great, and it was great to watch you suffer. What was your score, Chris? I, I I had it. Twenty tracks. I had it nineteen one. Wow. Wow. The only round I, that he won is when he played the Junior Reed track. And the only reason why I gave him the Junior Reed track is Junior Reed was on the track. That's it. I, I actually I think I might have had it like fifteen five or something like that. Not nineteen one. Nineteen one, man. Nineteen. That's one. that's. And I knocked off four Ooh. rounds. For, I knocked I knocked off the other other four rounds or whatever because I felt like the, the DJ was choosing the music for Fab. At one point, it was like it was like it was, they were all over the place, and and Jada just said, "We stick into the game. We stick into the plan." Jada had a plan and he executed that plan. I, I just felt like Fab Fab just came in there and wanted to be cool, clothes two times the size now. It's like I don't even know I don't know what Fab this is. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I will say once Jada said. He wrote the victory song. It it went it spiraled out of control after that. Uh, I had no idea he wrote those Diddy verses. I mean, it was clear someone wrote. What <laughs> you I mean thought, you didn't know? <laughs> Hold on, bro. I, I, I thought I thought Biggie wrote them. I didn't know Jada wrote those verses. Yeah, I didn't know that. So either. when he released it, I was like, "Whoa!" You knew like, Diddy didn't write them. I, that's what that's <laughs> what I said. I said I knew Diddy didn't. I just <laughs> I didn't Man. know Jada did though. So it it just brought. It just took him to another level for me. Like, damn, I've always liked those two verses. I just, I just assumed they were Biggie. Hearing but, that, like, hearing now that you know that, like, you can hear it. Like, if you yeah, rap it, and you, you can rap it in Jada's voice. I'm like, oh, I see how he did that. Yep. It's just missing the car. Like, there's no Aston Vanquisher. <laughs> there's no Lambo. That's the only thing that's missing. Like, something that's buttercream or yeah. you know, some banana yellow reference. But man. I feel good now, Stephen. What'd you What'd you have to score? What score? Come on, stop it! I don't score anything. <laughs> like y'all are y'all are wild. Like I don't I don't even waste my time watching these things. Like um, to be honest though, like I this is really between y'all two. I wanted to make sure BBJ got 
got his mama and the son. Um, <sighs> so you know, you you want to talk some more, or are are you good? Like, are you just want to? No, I'm, I'm I'm straight. <laughs> I got I got some some general observations of this in this the verses all together. So watching, I tried to watch like 10, 15 minutes of this just to get a idea of how it felt because I, I listened to the Joe Biden podcast and they basically just talked about it was a it was a railroad like it was was not good for Fab it was not a good look. <laughs> and then the best part they called Jada oh <laughs> they called Jada <laughs> and the thing that you could tell I watched like the first six minutes of the verses just to see because every the way people were talking about it was like nah this was a bad look for Fab and it was. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I can't even disagree with you. It, it absolutely was. It was. But continue on. The thing that I liked the most about it was you think that Fab is the cool dude. And when I left, from what I left from just watching like five minutes, it was like, nah, I want to hang out with Jada. Jada was lit. <laughs> <laughs> that do say. That do say. That's what you say, man. I want to kick it with Jada. Like, that dude was cool. He had stories. Like, Jada has seen a lot, he's seen the world. Yeah. So, just between the two of them, like, if I could just invite one of them over, it's definitely Jada now. Like, I would have originally would have been Fab. But, nah, Jada got, you get that juice up in Jada, like, that dude was <laughs> pretty cool. Like, he was dope. <laughs> um, the other thing that Jada said, he was like, they spent weeks preparing for this. Obviously, Fab did not do that. Yep. That's clear. That's and clear as day. It's clear every time they do one of these verses one person has prepared for it and the other person has not most of the time. Like, I don't think they understand the rules or they don't understand what's about to happen here. And I don't even fully understand either because I've been, since the very first verses, we've been trying to talk about this and try to figure this out. How do you judge the two songs, especially if, you know, the problem with trying to do Jada versus Fab is Jada, Jada is giving you like gangster bars. Like they're hard. Like the energy is different. Mm-hmm. Versus Fab is giving you like lifestyle and like finesse. Yes, he's like he's giving you club good. tracks. Like you're not playing most of those tracks. Like not in the club today. Like you're not playing hardly any Jada in the club today. Like that's not what nobody nah. needs. Like, you don't need that in the club. It. So it's really hard to judge. And then okay, are we just judging who got the biggest? Who was song was a bigger hit? Like I, I never understood what we were exactly judging. Like because I remember me. And my wife, we uh, we we rewatched the um, Ludacris and Nelly, and it was like I was biased because I'm like I know all those Ludacris songs. Like I got stories. Like if you play 20 tracks, 15 to 20, I'm like, oh, I got a story when I was, you know, a little kid in the hood or doing something. That that story, that song reminds me to, you know, reminds me of, not to. So I always try to figure out like how are y'all judging these because there are some songs like I'm sorry, Spates. Like and I and I think most people would agree to this. Not saying that Fab is a bad rapper, but I think just Jada is just a better rapper. Like, that's just because Jada is just a dope-ass rapper. You know what's funny you say that? Shout out to Dennis. Because, Jabir, you remember Dennis said that. He was like, Fab yeah. just says corny stuff, but he has punchlines that that will draw you in. And, you know, I was like, shut up, Dennis. Shut up. But <laughs> back to what you said, Stephen, or how, how I voted on it. I voted, how I voted was how the track came in, like, Let's just say, like, uh, when Jada played Knock Yourself Out. Mm-hmm. When that beat comes in, you know, that's 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 hard. And then Fab will play some Tamiya and, uh, Tam- what's that song with him and Tamiya? See, I don't even know so Fab song. So Into You? Yeah, So Into You. Like, he played that. And, and I felt like, I just felt like Fab's song selection was wrong. J- Fab should have never tried to do any hard tracks. It should have been one of those things where, like, I don't know how to judge this because Fab is playing club records and Jay is playing these hard street anthems like he didn't reach into any soul tape like if he really wanted to to go that route with the I guess the gangster rap the soul tape would have been the best bet yeah. and he just didn't touch any of it and I don't know if it's because it's mixtapes and you know playing the rights over Instagram they might kick you off or something like that like I, I have no idea so I, I'm basing it off of that, but I, I'm just shocked that he didn't kind of go down that route. But you're, you're right about the preparation. There's always one person who's super prepared and one person who's just like, they think this is supposed to be fun and someone's coming to win and then the other person's coming to just like, oh, this is just like, I'm a chill. Right. Don't, 
to me, the, the most prepared one I've seen was Erica Badu and Jill Scott. But they, they came to chill, though. They didn't come to compete. They, they came to chill. Granted, but it seemed like they both they both put work into their their 20 songs. Like but they, they both had... Out like, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the no. thing about them, though, is their music is actually compatible. Like, you can put them yes. up against each other. And it's like it just sounds like, oh, we're just having a, a chill session. Yeah. And maybe that's what it was, but it, I, I just, it, to me, it felt like they actually cared about the 20 songs that came out. Mm-hmm. And it, it could just be because their catalog is so compatible. So with this upcoming one on Wednesday, DMX and Snoop, I'd be very interested to see who's going to be prepared versus who's just going to come to just like play 20 songs. I'm I think, be, I think they're both going to be prepared. I hope so. I think they're both going to be prepared. Because um, I'm... I'm Good. also very biased. I am a huge DMX fan, but I love Snoop too. But I can I can literally I won't say literally, but I know maybe 80% of the lyrics in that first DMX album. I, I'm gonna be biased. It's gonna be really hard to say Snoop won that one. Um but we shall see. But that's the thing. I don't know. I, I personally don't know how how people are judging these things because it's not there's not like, oh, this track is better than this track. Like these songs are both hot. Like these are top songs. Yeah. These are the number. One, these are the hottest artists of our generation. Like how how are you saying this song? Like you just like this song better. But if I'm if I grew up like I'm from Georgia, I was gonna like any, any Ludacris song just about more than any Nelly song. Even though I like yeah. Nelly, you know, like you're biased to Jada. Like you were gonna like any Jada song just a little bit more than a fabulous song. So I I don't understand. I, I've been confused this whole time at what the bar is like what are we measuring things against like and i've always been i've been confused too for people like so you get to play a song that's not yours but you just did you spit a verse on like i've, I've been confused yeah. by that as well like i think it should be only your music yeah yeah, yeah. that that has been confusing but you know what's um, crazy but i i think i think the fans are just doing the voting i don't think timberland and uh swiss made this to as a, a battle battle to say like oh this person I just think it's like fans like me you like me and Jabir who's gonna win I think it's just the, the, the fans that are doing it I don't think it was really meant to be like that I think it was more meant to be for the culture right and basically to just get people just get people to listen to music while they're indoors can't do nothing I just think it's just people like us that are just saying like oh this person wanted that person won. but that's the problem like you can say that but you can say what we did it for but once you give it to the people the people get to decide yeah. how they're digesting it. And people yeah. are picking a winner and a loser. And I'm like, how y'all doing this? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to understand because it can't. So are you saying, hey, this song was a bigger hit than this other song, so it gets to win? Then that means, like, nobody could be ever lose, like, against Mariah Carey. She could beat every rapper out here. <laughs> like, I mean, I like, I don't right understand. Now, though, Nelly lost after he played that song Nobody Knew. Like the comments was flying. Luda had it, and Luda had taken off at that point. But Nelly was, you know, counter punching every now and then. But he played some random song that 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 uh, had Diddy on the hook. Yeah. <laughs> I am Luda glad. Chances. I am glad that they finally understood. Like you have to switch it halfway through because I it is unfair yeah. if I get to go second every time. Like every time you play a song, because you know who did that, who was great at that, Primo. When DJ Premier yeah. went and he went second the whole time, he it was like, "Oh, you played that? Okay, boom." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's no way that was a song because I see you looking around like you're going through the laptop right now." Yeah. So going second is really important. That's when you have to be prepared. That's why I, I want to say Joe Ramal or somebody on the uh, Joe Bunner podcast was like, "Fab, you could tell Fab wasn't prepared because when he was going second, he never had a song like, okay, you get to hear this song." You know you gotta play something dope, and he was playing like trash right. song. But this is this is what got me mad is when Fab's DJ got off the turntables and started dancing. Started <laughs> I'm like, okay, this, they they just doing this because Fab know they lost. And another another reason why I say Fab lost. Did you see Jada in that lime green suit with the white air Force? Jada was mentally prepared. <laughs> he was just prepared. Came in there a little bit more flashier. Fab came in there with pants, 8X. You know, just mad. <laughs> nah, I mean, it, listen, 
just based on like song selection and the way they were paired with each other, Jada killed him. But I'm saying if you put it, if you put like if you did Jada versus DMX, how do you judge that? Like it's the same energy. Like how do you judge those songs? That's a good battle, but that is a really good battle. Like I, I just don't understand it. Like I, I don't understand how people like you. If, if the Ti versus Fifty Cent happened, like how do you judge those songs? Because these are all t- hit songs. I, I just, I just haven't understood how people are judging it. Besides the way that it, it feels in the room, and <laughs> Jada felt like he was, Jada felt amazing. <laughs> <That's all I'm laughs> you can see Fab's energy was not the same. It was like, nah, Jada's. It don't matter. I just look at their face. Jada's winning. Jada's having a good time. Fab is. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at Chris's expense, but it, having the character definitely made a difference too. Because you see Jada having fun, so you laugh, and now you start listening different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fab just he messed that up. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris. Actually, what am I apologizing for? Exactly. I appreciate. I appreciate your apology. Yeah. No problem, man. No problem. Hey. So. I know we were talking about a lot of mental preparation. I've been doing a lot of that over the past uh, couple months. Um, haven't officially announced it on this podcast, but I'm going to today. Speak up. Uh, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with your chest, man. Say it with your chest. <sighs> my wife is pregnant. We're pregnant. We are. We are expecting a daughter come November of 2020. Uh, she was made pre-COVID. I just want to put that out there now. That she is not a that that is not considered a COVID baby. COVID quarantine was March. February is when she was, you know, conceived. So I just want to put that out there. We'll um, we'll make sure to tell her that you are not a COVID baby. <laughs> yeah. So these uh, these past couple months have just been insane, man. To just think that I'll be responsible for not just a child, but for a little girl. Like I I. I would have never thought that God would bless me with a girl. I definitely thought, you know, given my attitude and my temperament, that a boy would be first, uh, and then maybe the girl after, so that way I have someone watching over her. But uh, God had other plans. So, uh... I hate to tell you yeah. the bad news. Everybody else knew you were getting a girl. <laughs> <laughs> you were the only person that thought that. That's not true, though. On the on the Zoom, on the, the gender reveal that we did... There were some team boys there, so some people did expect a boy. I, to be quite honest, from the very beginning, Simone told me she was pregnant. I knew it was a girl. Like I, I, I just had a gut feeling, but I held out hope. Like maybe there's still a boy in there, but nope, didn't go my way. Nah, it went it went the world's way because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need something to cheer you out, bro. Like that. Thank God. And uh, Stephen, you remember maybe about what? two podcasts or maybe three maybe four remember Jabir said oh I'm never doing no tea time <laughs> there you go Jabir you spoke yeah. this into existence you, you don't be doing tea time dollhouse time all that I I gotta tell you I've cried more over the past like two months <laughs> that I have in probably a few years the other day Simone was like sitting on the couch and she was like, oh, like, she's moving. And I was like, oh, let me see. Like, this was my first time. So my whole experience has been virtual. Like, I can't go to the doctor appointments. I, I don't get any of that experience. Everything is through FaceTime because of COVID, <clears throat> which, you know, here nor there, you just got to deal with it. But she was in the house and, you know, she's like, oh, she's kicking, come here. So I sit down and she's like, hold right here. And I'm like pressing against her stomach and I feel like this, like fast movement. And I'm thinking like, oh, she's hungry. Like I'm thinking Simone's hungry. She's like, no, that's, <laughs> that's like her moving. And the tears flowed. Like I couldn't even control myself. And I'm like, oh my God, just crying. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on with me? I'm like, why am I crying? Wow. And I mean, just... Just dripping. My face was wet. And I'm just, she's, someone's like, oh, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm crying. And just, just so emotional. And I'm just like, what is happening to me? Like, oh, she, what, she, what is She's already on? working her magic. Oh, my God. I can't blame you, man. That happened to me at my mom's retirement when I was trying to get that little speech. 
I just could not stop crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm trying to say these words, and I'm just like, why can I stop crying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. It's like, what is happening to me? Like, why are my eyes doing this? And it's just been the weirdest experience to, like, see the images and see, like, this this human forming inside of my wife. And, like, it's, I already have a connection to it, but it's it's like you can't explain the connection. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you just, you feel something different. I'm going to say this, Jabir. If you're crying now off the sonogram photos and her actually inside your daughter's, I mean, your wife's belly, you imagine when she comes out, how them tears are going to come out. Oh my god! You actually get to hold her for the first time. It's gonna, it's gonna be an amazing feeling. It's gonna be an amazing. If I'm feeling. standing up right, all that, <laughs> like I've, I've seen it, like on video, not in person. Man, I don't see how, I don't see how I could stand there and watch that, and want to hold it. Like I might faint. Space. Let me ask you a question because um, <laughs> yeah, both uh, Jabir and then shout out to the homie Shane who's having a little boy, um. I've, I've both heard them say something about, you know, they feel like they're missing out on not being able to go to the doctor's appointments and things like that. Like, can you talk about that? Like, do you feel like they're really missing out on much? Or are they kind of, do you feel like, hey, y'all just need to relax. Like, there's a lot going, there's a lot more to come here. So let, you um, just, I'm just going to say, like, they're not really missing nothing on the doctor's appointments. Because to be honest with you, I didn't get my doctor's appointments with Guardian. Like, it wasn't really nothing major. Like, every time she went to the doctor, they just checked to make sure everything was okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to two of them, and I went to the two most important. One was the heartbeat, and actually we found out the sex of the baby. I don't think they're missing out on anything. As long as they're there for the heartbeat, I, th- I think that's that's the most important thing because, you know, any woman is nervous when they go to the doctor. They go, we're going through the heartbeat, and the doctor the, the doctor is searching for the heartbeat. She can't, you know, she can't find it because the baby's moving around or the baby's hiding somewhere. You know, you got to make sure you're there to hold your wife's hand because it does get a little nerve-wracking at that point. But once you hear once you hear the heartbeat, you know, that's the most important thing. And especially when you find out what the sex of the baby is, that's the most important thing. And, yeah, and, you know, the whole childbirth thing, beautiful. I never got to experience that because my wife both time were, were uh, both my children were premature, came early. But when my son was born, he was a preemie. That was just... Uh, that was just a hectic night. Like my wife just woke up and we had to go to the hospital due to some complications that I don't want to say. But uh, we, my daughter, I, I took my time. I'm like, man, they ain't gonna do it no time soon. And as soon as I walked through the door, they were like, sir, you gotta put the scrubs on. You gotta go in there. And I want to say like my daughter came out within like two minutes, two two to three minutes. They had my daughter out, and I didn't cry because I, I had this tough guy persona when I was in there. Like I ain't gonna cry. Screw that. But, bruh, when I seen her, my heart literally just broke. Uh, you know, this is something amazing to be a father because you basically get to install great things into your children. And this is why I, every time Jabir get on me about something about my kids, I'd be like, yo, just wait until you have yours. Just wait. So I just can't wait for Jabir to tell his stories because I'm pretty sure his stories are going to be epic because Simone is in the uh, the medical field. So I know she's going to be extra cautious with a lot of stuff so i can't wait and i'm not soft so So, i i will tell you like i i've paid attention more now to like her movements than i have ever before like if she'll bend down i'm like no 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 i'm like you need to squat like squat correctly don't bend over forward like you're gonna hurt your back or you're gonna fall or you don't lift that i'll get it um don't hurt my baby. Yeah, That's basically what he's like, saying. <laughs> Don't hurt my baby. <laughs> like uh, all these things that I never thought about before. It's like now it's like every time something happens, like, well, is that going to impact her or the baby? Like, okay, let me rethink this. Like I'm thinking so much now on just movement than I ever did before. It's just like, wow, this is <clears throat> it's crazy how like life is just switching up on me so quickly. And it's, it's, we knew about this, I don't know, months ago now. So now we're in July and we're four or five months away from this kid potentially being here already. It's like, damn, like time flies. Um, man, I'm scared as hell. <laughs> I mean, you said you said you're scared? 
Hell yeah, it's a girl. I mean, I'm so scared. You know what it is? It, I was nervous too because it's like, I, I don't know about your past, but it's like, damn. I, like, I just don't want nothing bad. I don't want karma to happen in my, how I used to treat girls back then in high school being young and dumb. I just hope that don't happen to me with mine because like, I, that's the only thing I'm scared about because I don't want her to come home with some dude and this dude break her heart. I swear to God, I can't fight. I mean, I can't fight, but please believe it. I'm going to this kid's house. I don't care how big his father is or his mother is. They gonna get hit with a bat if this kid disrespects my daughter. Yo, so I mean, Shabir, you be straight, man. You got, you got, you got a sister, a mother. So you, you know, you you got it all. I don't have brother and sister, a sister. So you got a brother, you got a sister and a mom. So you know, you got the women there to help your daughter. See, this is this is the problem though. This is my mom's first grandchild. This is my older brother, older sister. This is their first niece, nephew. My younger brothers. This is their first niece or nephew. So this is a lot of first on my side of the family. They're going to spoil the hell out of this kid. And then I have you two. We have other friends. We have other family who like is going to want to be around a support, which comes with more spoiled. And who has to deal with the spoilness? You do. The parents. <laughs> you do. You do. You absolutely do. <sighs> Steven, what are your thoughts? I got no thoughts. <laughs> are you are you you you've you've known me me and you are i mean we're all close but you know you and i we grew i can say we grew up together at howard and you know you know me on a different level how how do you feel about this <laughs> about me having a daughter i think it was what was necessary like i think the world has balanced itself out you needed a daughter like we've we've talked about this <laughs> Like all our friends that have needed daughters have gotten one, except for Newsom. He's the only exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I think it's a good thing. She's already doing her part. She's already softening you up some. Even though according to uh to the homie Burton, you're already too sensitive to begin with. <laughs> but everybody's soft to him. He's he's just a, a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. I would say a lot. I would say a lot more, but jerk still fits. He really is though. Love that guy, but he's just—he's wild. Um, no, nah, I think you're gonna be fine, man. I mean, I remember when you got married, and I remember we had a discussion, and I asked you how'd you feel, and the first thing you said was like, "I feel like more protective." Suddenly, you know, like I don't know how this a switch flipped, and you felt more protective. And I think it's the same thing. You're gonna do. The, you're gonna do good. You're fine. Um, you love kids. I mean, we've seen you with Spate's kids. I mean, you're you're the godfather to both his children. Even though Spate, we gotta talk about that. You kind of cheating, man. How your kids got like 15 godparents? Like, like <laughs> you are rigging the game, bro. Like you, you your kids don't need three sets of godparents. So this so this, this is what it happens. And I'm gonna tell the story. And Jabir, you were hit, Jabir, if you remember correctly. Remember, we came to Harlem. You didn't even know I was going to tell you. And I didn't even tell my wife that he was going to be the godfather of uh, Preston. We had went to dinner. And I think Simone had asked the question, like, have you guys picked out godparents? And that's when it hit me. I was like, yeah, Jabir. And everybody looked at me like, why? Why Jabir? Why not your friend Dennis? I said, well, to be honest with you, I was like, me and Jabir, we have gotten close quick like really really quick i was like we always remain friends you know after after that happened we always remain friends and i just felt like that was the right choice for me to make at that time and he looked at me like for real you think i can do this uh, yeah yeah you got it you know only thing you got to do is something happens to me my kids is gonna come live with you that's all so make sure you get that mansion you got it already and you good and then um you know, like Jabir did a hell of a job. Even I remember when when we had the complication with Gardan, where we had to rush her to the hospital for Preston. I think I called Jabir like three o'clock in the morning. He didn't answer the phone. Granted, he was sleeping, but he called me back like within like the hour. And I told him, I said, "Listen, something's happening. I don't know what's gonna happen, but Preston could be coming today." And I remember he was there. I don't know what time it was because I remember Jabir walked in. I had one eye open, one eye closed. 
he was there, and he's always been there, even to this day. Preston, I know Preston can be annoying to Jabir sometimes. He FaceTimes Jabir almost every day, and uh, he still answers the FaceTime. And then when it came to Olivia, I'm like, why am I going to change it up for? Here he did a he did a great job of Preston. I'm going to make him the Godfather again. And this time around, I didn't make Dennis the Godfather of Olivia because Dennis had like four godchildren. But Dennis is also the godfather of Preston as well. So he got two strong black men that I need in his life to be there for him. So when it came to Olivia, I just knew I had to pick him again. And then I picked somebody else. And, you know, he's slacking. So then I went and I picked Dennis again. I, I chose Dennis again. And Dennis Dennis and Jabir are the godfather of both my children. Why are you double? Why do your kids need two sets of godparents? <laughs> no, I don't get this. <laughs> Well, like, why do you keep double dipping? Like, you cheating the you cheating the game. Like, and nobody else is going to have kids except for you. Like, we need we need other options for godparents, bro. And I'm not gonna lie, I was mad when Jabir got picked to be some uh, somebody else's godparent. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to curse, but like, what the heck, man? How, how you gonna pick? Come on, man, they're still my guy. That's guy i put him on the map to be a godfather man. <laughs> <laughs> like i chose him but nah but like i said jabir great godparent and the reason why we got two is because my wife wanted two for preston because she had two two girlfriends that she wanted and she chose them so you know that's how we ended up with two sets so Even because though, because your wife can't make a make a decision we had to now we're just less godparents for us to pick yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love you, him and cheese. <laughs> absolutely. But like I said, Jabir, you're going to be a great dad, man. It, it shows with the being a godfather. Like, the way the way you are with Preston and, and Olivia, and you know they love you, obviously, because every time I'm on the phone with you, one of them will buy me asking to talk to you. They call you every day. So you're going you're gonna to be great, man. You're going to be great. I yeah, mean, but I can give them back. that's the difference i'm gonna be at home and now that you know now with covid and she's going to be born in november we're we're definitely not going outside because all three of us have talked about this in the chat the flu and the cold gonna be coming back so when (laughs) when d3 is out there the flu covid and the cold is out there the 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 trinity don't want to be outside at all so we're going to be stuck in the house with a newborn with nowhere to go. Yeah. But I, I'm going to tell you this, Jabir. This is something that my uncle told me. You can never write a book on how to be the parent. Be a parent. It's just day by day. Daily instructions every day. You're basically writing your own book on how to be a father. So, you know, if you did something one day, you can try it the second day, the third day. If it don't work, up, oh, you got to start all over again. Like, you, you're basically just writing your own story on how to be a parent. Each child is different. You know what I mean? Like, y- your child might be... Not as energetic as Preston. Your child might be laid back, calm, cool, and collective. You, you, you know, you just got to adjust to that. Every child is different. But I'm going to keep saying this. You're going to be a great dad. You got a lot of fr- male friends that's going to be there to help you. I mean, I still owe you that trip to Boston. So, you know, I'm going to come yeah. up there, you know, when, mm-hmm. when COVID's over. When COVID right. is over. And, I'm sorry, COVID ain't never going to be over. But when we get this under wraps, I'll make my travel up to Boston. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Nah, Steve. I, I he just said all those nice things about you, and then you just dismissed that man like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the nice comments, but then he started talking about coming up here. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm going to come, man. Like, me me and Mike, we got something in the works, man. He got to get on that bike first. You know, he got to loosen up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so y'all, y'all want to talk about the photo now? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead, man. So, <laughs> so Father's Day came around, and my wife posted a very nice collage. <laughs> I'm of, sorry. <laughs> of love on Facebook. And, you know, she posted a photo of me when I had cut, when me and my father-in-law had cut down a tree. And, like I said, if y'all remember, three pod, four podcasts ago, I said the COVID weight is real. It's real out here. It's not fake. If a person said they gained 15 pounds because of COVID, it's true. They're not lying. So my wife took a picture of me. I, I, I did like the Hulk Hogan pose, and my gut was out. Oh, my God. And uh, 
she posted the picture in the collage on Facebook. And I saw the photo when we were driving upstate to her parents' house, and I never told her this, so she's going to hear this today. I looked at the photo, and I gave her that look while I was driving, like, you really put this picture on Facebook of me? That's how you think about me on Father's Day? Like, you at least could have you chose a better photo. And I ordered, she could have at least hit you with a filter. She, ain't even, she didn't do nothing. She, she could at least hit you with the Instagram filter. The, the, the oh, whatever. Man. Change the face or and the, and like the, cut off a little bit of the gut or something. No editing, nothing. That was, that was just a pure, pure photo, man. It was raw. Photo, it was raw, dog. I was like, what is this? <laughs> And I told you as soon as the picture, as soon as the thing got posted, and I saw it, I automatically thought, "What is Stephen gonna say?" Because <laughs> I know he's gonna go in on me when he sees this photo. Because I'm supposed to be losing weight, and I'm out here looking like, "Oh man!" Like even the shirt was tight. I was. Oh, the, but see that—that's the great part. You put your hands up, and the shirt rise, <laughs> yeah. and you looked so happy. <laughs> like this dude is fat. Like, what, like what's going on here? And I was like, why would she not filter this at least? Nah, no filter, man. No filter, no love, man. No yeah, there filter, was no love. There was no love in that post. Like that was, it was wrong. It was wrong on so many levels. I even, I even showed it to my wife. I was like, you think it's okay? <laughs> I, I want to tell y'all something. I pre-approve every picture before I get posted. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> that won't happen to me. <laughs> Yo, it's a bit, it's crazy because Stephen, you know, Stephen normally texts us in the group chat, you know, just to say what's up, see how we doing. Stephen texts me outside the group chat. <laughs> oh, that's when you know. That's when you know you did something wrong. And as soon as I saw his name pop up on my phone, I said, I know what it is. I'm not even going to open it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know what it is. I know what it is. I, as soon as I saw the video, I mean, as soon as I saw the photo, I was like, oh, my God, why did she do this to me? Why did she do this to me? I'm surprised nobody even said anything about it, like, under the under the thing. Like, Chris, you put on a few pounds, you know, but it'll, it'll, it'll be, hopefully it'll be gone soon. I had, hold on, I think I asked you. First of all, I don't be trying to embarrass nobody in the group chat. Not, like, unless it needs to happen. <laughs> um so I asked you because I didn't know how new that picture was. That could have been an old picture for all I knew. That's why I asked. I think that was the question I asked. I was like, hey, how old is this picture? <laughs> and, and you know what? That's exactly what he texts. It was probably a hey, send. Yeah. <laughs> how old is this pic? Send. And then sent the picture. Yeah. Or he did the picture first and then said, hey, send. How old is this picture? Send. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I had the old text message on my phone, but my, my, my old phone got broke, so I got a new phone. But if I had the if I had it, I would definitely read it to you because I definitely think he, he definitely asked me, yeah, how old is that picture? And I was like, it's like two weeks old. I was cutting that tree on my phone. <laughs> but it's cool though, man. You know why? It's cool though, man, because y'all my bro, so y'all, y'all can laugh about my weight. You know, it's cool though, but I, I'm gonna bounce back. I'm Listen, bounce we back. we all game. Bounce is the wrong word. Wow, bro. you fell for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bounce back. I'm gonna bounce back. We all game some, but I start getting on my bike. That's why we know I'm pressuring you to make sure you get your bike. You know, bike gang, like everybody out here trying to get some of the the lbs, the the COVID nineteen off of them. Yeah, so, got to. You know, let let me see if I got this in here. I don't believe I did you bad. <laughs> You, you didn't do me that bad. You didn't do me that bad. I think. I, wait. Let me, let me check. I don't see it. So it must. Was it on a side chat? Because I'm in there and I must be gone. Yeah, I, nah. I it wasn't in the chat that I was in. Yeah. You texted him by himself. Hold on. Let me see here. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep laughing. Because <laughs> now I'm just thinking back to the photo. You can't get Garden to remove it or something, cause oh, yeah, you know I mean, once this goes up, people might go to your page and look at it. You know what's crazy? I was gonna remove the tag. She yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta untag yourself. You gotta untag yourself, bro. <laughs> you gotta do that before this goes out. Yeah. Hold up, Steven. I think I got it. Hold up. When was when was Father's Day? Like the end Man, of that's June, one right? I gotta start paying attention to now. Yeah. Five. Yep. Oh, here it is. Oh, wait. No, it's not it. See, I gotta, I gotta, I sent you a Happy Father's Day. 
text. I don't see the picture. That was that was that in the uh, the bike gang chat? No, I'm telling you, because I would have I would have I would read it to you. <laughs> All right, we gotta move forward. We're sorry for that, everybody. Yeah. But I, I just, I was like, dirty hit up my name. Like I just played my man. Like I just asked a simple question. You know, I'm just. I thought I was being considerate. You know, I could have put it. I could have put it in the big group chat, but I thought I was doing the right thing. You did do the right thing, but every time you text and there's something like that, you know, there's a little bit of petty and joking. That's all mixed in. You know, <laughs> like you you stir it in. Uh, maybe <laughs> I was concerned. I was like, "Hold on." Last time I, last time I saw the savage, that wasn't there. <laughs> so you know, I just wanted to. Nah, I don't. I don't have it anymore. Only text message I got was the Happy Father's Day bro text. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Things change over time, bro. Yeah, Stephen. Last time I saw you was at your wedding. Right. I was. Yeah, I was slim. That I was. I, I was. I was a little. I wasn't slim. But I, mean, I wasn't as big as I am now. You wasn't, you wasn't pudgy. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And, and, and to be honest, yo, I think, uh, you know, even when I go live, I haven't gone live in a while. But even when I when I went live, I had to fix my shirt. Y'all didn't really know how to fix my shirt no, sometimes. Let, let me tell you something. Let me, let, me, let, let, me, let, me, let me do this. I noticed you were gaining weight because when you were spinning... And you keep sticking your tongue out, <laughs> and when you when you stick your tongue out, right? I like it's it's almost like you kind of sticking your belly out at the same time too. Like, <laughs> like the shirt the shirt lays flat across the titties, but then it, it, there's there's a there's a little bulge where it, like the graphic on the T pops out of it. I'm like, damn, that's is is up the stomach. Yo, sorry, <laughs> I man, I put on some weight, but nah. But let me let me, let no, me hold up, let that breathe a little bit. <laughs> But let me just explain why my tongue was out. First of all, <laughs> because during COVID, you know, in the beginning of COVID, we couldn't get a, a haircut. So my beard was growing to the point where the hairs was growing in my mouth, like like right on the corner of my mouth. And I, I don't know. I, I was just licking the side of my mouth all the time. And I looked at the video. Cause every time I go live, I make sure I go back to the video, watch the video, see what I could do better. And I'm like, shh. Damn, every time I got my tongue out the whole entire video. I think I even texted y'all. I was like, yo, was my tongue out the whole entire the video? The whole time. The whole like, time. Man. Can we talk about <laughs> can we talk about the last time your tongue was out during the podcast when you uh doing doing Friendsgiving episode that will never be aired again? When you <laughs> when you tongue banged that bottle and me and Mike had to watch that. I think that was a bottle of Henny too. I think it was. was No, I I think it was Jack Honey. Oh, okay. I think it was Jack Honey. Yeah, that's yeah. I gotta work. Yeah. Took that bottle of virginity that night, huh? Jeez. But anyway, man, move on to a new topic. I'm done talking about my gut. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we 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 gonna end with a double X chromosome question of the week, and it's it's more from a gentleman's perspective. So it'd be great to to hear uh, what you two think. And I'm gonna take names completely out of this. We're just gonna call gentleman and woman or guy, girl, like I'm gonna keep it very generic, no names. So <clears throat> this gentleman married to a woman, they <clears throat> got together. The woman already had a child from a previous relationship. Relationship was, <clears throat> her prior relationship wasn't really stable so when this gentleman got with this woman, he uh, he had the the urge to kind of like right the wrongs and kind of get her everything that she wanted and you know try to make her feel good about herself. Time goes on, you know she has an issue, he's solving it. She has a problem, he's fixing it, et cetera, et cetera. I think we've all been there at some point, whether you're a man or a woman. Then they decide to have a kid. Fine. Now, it's two of them, two kids, both him and her, uh, living in a, a small apartment. So they decide, well, the woman wants to move into a house. Now, the guy really doesn't want to move into a house. He does want space, but he does want to move out because he's like, okay, dude, we are a full family. We need space. We also got dogs. Like, we, we're going to need this space. But internally, he's thinking, like, 
all right, every time I turn around and you want something, I'm doing it. So, you know, once we do this house thing, this is it. Like I'm moving to a house, nothing else. Like I want to be able to enjoy my adult life. All we've done is, you know, pay bills. We've traveled. We've done this. We've done that. We've had kids and, you know, we're doing all these things that requires us to spend money. I want to be able to sit and relax and save money and, you know, not have to worry about another kid or another expense or whatever it may be. They get the house, they move in, all good. Then the woman decides to ask, I think I want another kid. And he says, absolutely not, right? Just flat out. He's like, I'm, I'm done having kids. They continue to have conversations every now and then about it. <clears throat> and every time he like puts his foot down on it, she has a problem. She feels as if he's <clears throat> not considering her feelings. And he's like, well, you're not considering mine because I don't want to have any other kids. Like we have two kids, one of which isn't his. But, you know, I don't know if that adds to the flavor or not, but I'm just putting it out there. Once again, one of those kids is not his. <clears throat> Excuse me. He doesn't want to have any more kids. So recently there was a conversation about, uh, again, I want to have a kid. He's like, no, like I'm not doing it. And that weekend, they argued about smaller things, but he knew deep down the bigger problem was her not having the kid and him saying no. So everything he said that weekend turned into a different argument. So now he's just frustrated. He's like, I don't know what more I can do. Like, you already knew that I didn't want to have any more kids. Like once we had the once we had ours. So I'm not quite understanding why you're so confused now. So now they're at this <coughs> standstill, but they're good. But more than likely, this question will come back up. I wanted to ask y'all, get y'all thoughts on it. Since we are, you know, having kids, had kids. <coughs> y'all, y'all, not we. <laughs> <laughs> like, wh what are y'all thoughts about it? Do you think he, and it's not about a him or him or her being right or wrong, but do you think one is more right than the other? Or do you think one has more say so in this? Or should he give in? Should he not give in? Should she let go of it? It's a very like complicated situation, but there is definitely a lot to unpack because I made it very generic. So that way, again, there's no like, you know, connecting the dots or anything, but just wanted to get your thoughts. I thought it'd be interesting to to, to dive in a little bit. Um, I mean, if they hear this, I really hope they they need to go to counseling um, and kind of discuss this. But I don't think either one of them are wrong. I mean, if she wants to have a kid, I think she w is well within her right to discuss that and the and to tell him like, hey, I want to have another kid. But he also, I mean, it takes they're married. They both have to raise his child. It's a lot of hard work. I mean, I don't know exactly why he doesn't want a kid, but it does, she shouldn't have to explain at least not to me why he doesn't want a kid. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, <laughs> he doesn't want to have one. He doesn't want to take care of a kid. Like people get upset at, at men when they're not around, but he's sitting here saying, listen, I only have, you only have so much energy that you can spread around, you know, mm -hmm. you know? And so if he feels like, Hey, I'm doing everything I can for you, for the two kids. And I need, I need some time for myself. I need to be able to do this. I want to do this and that. I don't think there's anything wrong with him saying that, he doesn't want to have a kid, but I do think they need some help and understand and both of them understanding their, their point of view where they are. Um, maybe because just because he doesn't want to have a kid now doesn't mean in a year or two years, like when she, if she asks, you know, then he might want a kid. You know what? Our kids are older. I would like to have a baby. You never know, but she can't, she'll never know. If she doesn't ask. So I can't blame her for asking. I think she has a bad attitude about it. Like, because he's allowed to say no. Like, just because you ask somebody doesn't mean they got to do what you ask them to do. People are allowed to say no. And I think a lot of times we're not prepared for the no. So when someone tells you no, when you're expecting them to say yes, or you want them to say yes, now you're, you're butt hurt. And it's like, nah, they got every right to say no. You know, especially because a kid isn't. I tell people all the time when they be like, well, when are you and your wife going to have a kid? I'm like, when you run me $1,000 a month. <laughs> like, you know, for a. Uh, Eleven hundred a month. I think my wife would be okay. She'll she'll take a kid. You mm -hmm. know. So I mean, 
in. It's a lot of work. I it just it's it's a lot of work. I have not really had kids around me, but they seem very like needy. Like I listen to Space Kids, <laughs> <laughs> and they they need his attention all the time. And I'm like, I don't have time for that. I don't. I don't have a problem. With her. I I don't have a problem with him saying no. I don't have a problem with her asking. But I do think that since that's his wife, he needs to explain to her why he doesn't want another kid. And if he if he did want another kid, what it would take for them to have another kid. And so they just need to be a little bit more aligned on why each person thinks what they're what they're thinking. So so let me add to that, and then you can respond. And then uh, Spates, I want to hear your thoughts. Let's say he did speak to her and explain not once but twice why he doesn't want to have a kid and she's still insistent i mean did he explain it the same way twice because then he didn't explain it twice like if you're if you're you're saying the same thing over and over the same exact way then you're not you're not helping yourself i I can't i i wasn't part of that conversation so i don't know uh but i do from this gentleman's perspective he has explained this more than once and doesn't feel. And now at this point, he's like, I don't feel that I should have to explain this again. I shouldn't have to continue to explain why I don't want this. Well, that's the wrong way to look at it. Like you can. Yeah. You have to explain things to your to your wife. Like you marry this person. Like y'all have to explain things to each other, whether mm-hmm. you had to do it over and over. Yeah. Some days I get annoyed explaining things to my wife that we've talked about, but I'm going to tell her like, I'm just not going to be like, ah. I've explained to you three times. Like, that's it. That's the line. Three times, and I'm never going to tell you how to do something again or why I won't, I won't want to do anything. Like, no. Like, but that's why also why you need professional help at times. Like, because, like, you, obviously his message isn't getting across to her. He's not communicating mm-hmm. in a way that she can accept it. Okay. Space, what are your thoughts? Um, I totally agree with everything Steven said. But my question is for her. It's why do you want to have another child so bad for it? You got two already. Like, do you think you guys can handle three? Like, obviously, there's a reason why this this this, this gentleman keeps saying no. And, uh, and like Steven said, maybe counseling is the only way that they can get the full answers. Because maybe he's withholding some more information from her that she's not understanding. And, uh, yeah, I just agree with everything Steven said. I mean, even when we had our first child... When Guardian wanted to have our second child, I told her, no, not right now. And she asked me why. And I told, I was honest with her. It's like, either we, we're not ready for it or we, you know, we're not prepared for it. And uh, over time, we got to that point where we were, I thought we were ready. That's why we had our second child. Also because of Jabir and the alcohol that was served at his party. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but um, honestly, it's like, why does she want another child? I mean, that she feels like this is the only way that, you know, she could be happy to have another child or whatever. Because whatever it is, she wants another child. He doesn't. The only way they're going to get the real honest answer is through professional help, through counseling. So I, I agree with everything Steven said. And if you already explained it to her more than once and she's still not understanding why, maybe they need to honestly sit down and evaluate this relationship and say, like, is it worth it? Like, if you're not understanding why I don't want to have a child, another baby, and I'm telling, I'm explaining to you over and over and over, and you're not understanding. Like, is this, is this, is more going to happen out of this? Is more going to come out of this? Where, however I feel, you're not going to take my feelings into consideration, and you're just going to totally bypass my feelings. But the good thing is, she needs him to get pregnant. So, you know, <laughs> she needs him to get pregnant. So. They honestly, they need to sit down and have the professional help through counseling and see why she's not understanding and maybe get more information on how come he doesn't want to have a child. And maybe there's some type of alternative. I mean, I listen, I'm not going to compare a child to like a puppy or a dog or something, but I don't know what she needs. Like, is she, she might be looking for something else and she thinks the child is going to feel that need. And it could be as easy as like them getting a dog or a cat or something like maybe she, <laughs> I don't want to say this like, like Jada, like maybe she needs to fix something. I don't know. Like she's trying to fix somebody. Like, I don't know, but entanglement. <laughs> she she but, had everybody get into entanglement with. Are the kids like older now? Like, are they like 
five, six? Like, are they like middle school or nah, something? Nah, they, they, they're older. Uh, the, the, the first child, <clears throat> high school age. Mm-hmm. Second kid, I think, like middle school, yeah. somewhere around there. So maybe she just likes really having like young children around. Like she's like likes having a baby or a toddler or yeah, or taking care of somebody. And, and maybe I, and this is not a suggestion. I'm not saying if this person hears this, it does, doesn't mean that your wife wants a dog or a cat or an animal or a pet. But I'm just saying like maybe there's something internal that she's thinking like I really want to take care of something. Like these kids don't need me anymore. Are they getting older? So it's just something like if you go to counseling, like you can really dig deeper and figure out like what's really what's really the basis of this what's the, what's the age Jabir? like what's the, the age gap age gap for what for them like how old is she like what range is she like 40 and up oh or? like the nah that, uh, late 30s yeah it's it's uh it's an interesting story because I, I understand both perspectives um but clearly I I know him more than I know her so my my allegiance is to him, so I, I know his part of the story. Um, so I, I do understand what he's saying. And to your point earlier about is he explaining this to her in the right way, I, I'm not there, so I do not know. So I, I can't really uh, put any any type of weight into that. But from the conversations that I have had with him, it sounds like he has explained it to her and he's tried it in different routes and still to no avail and my first solution was also counseling so if he does hear this i want him to know that it's not just me (laughs) saying counseling other gentlemen who have been through you know other issues with their spouses and marital issues like counseling is typically the if not the first the second answer and with this type of uh conflicted situation this entanglement uh, if you will this is, <laughs> the counseling will probably be your your best bet because this individual is unbiased. They have nothing to do with the situation. They barely know you. Um, and this person is here as a sounding board. Like they want to hear what both perspectives are giving and then help you find a solution. Um, and I, I think this gentleman, uh, that's he cool individual. That's my guy. But and I've told him this before. Sometimes he's, you know, he gets a little hot. Um, but it takes a while for him to get to that level. And I think and I, I think we all have this to some degree. I know I do this a lot. You allow things to build. And then when it boils, it's like, all right, I'm done. And then you're like super frustrated with everything. And it doesn't matter what it is. And I'm, I'm hoping that it hasn't gotten to that. But I know that it, this situation has frustrated him a lot. And it seems like things are okay now. But as we all know, just because it's okay now doesn't mean that it won't be a problem later. Yeah, I, I was that was going to be my next question for you. Like, is he like on the ropes right now? Is this take it or leave it? Or, or no, that was, that was my next question. No, I, I don't think so. Not at this current moment. Um, I just, like I said, we all know that just because it's okay now doesn't mean it'll be okay a month from now or a week from now for all I know or for for yeah for all I know it might have came up again um, and it's really none of my business but uh, he feels entitled to tell me and we talk about it but just thought I, I'd throw that out there a great way for us to end this podcast and get some thoughts also uh, shout out to DJ Moss we did talk about your set we didn't even say like you know, shout out to DJ Moss. Even though you haven't done live for a while, definitely want to give you your platform so that way you can say like, "Hey, when you're going to be live again?" Um, I'm going to go live next week. I'm going to come back next Saturday, and uh, yeah, I got some, I got some new hits for y'all. It's going to be dope. And uh, I also just want to give another special shout out to the homie Steven's wife. Happy birthday to her! And I'm definitely going to play a birthday track for her next week. So please make sure she tunes in. Oh, that's dope of you. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, sis. No. I I do that every time I text her and ask her something. Uh, I, it's just being super petty and just being foolish. But, yes, happy birthday to you. Also, shout out to RL. Her birthday was this past week also. Mm-hmm. So, definitely want to send her some, some love. Uh, oh, she got love. She's rich. She- <laughs> <laughs> 
She is rich, man. Space, she got a Peloton now. <sighs> Congratulations. I hope she enjoys it. <laughs> I'm hating. But real talk, I just want to also say thank you to my cousin who does, like, let us use his intro music. Let, let us use his track for his intro music. And he definitely shares the podcast on his Facebook page. And I just want to tell him thank you. I appreciate it because he didn't have to do it and he did it. And that's it. Yes, thank you. We we definitely appreciate it because it was time to switch up. Thank you, everyone who's continued to support us and watch and well, not watch, but listen, uh, listen to our foolishness. You can reach us on Facebook, views from the group chat. You can hit us up on Twitter at views from the GC, or you can email us at views from the group chat at gmail.com. Thank you again. Until next week, peace. Or actually, not next week. Ain't gonna be no next week. <laughs> we'll see you in, in a little bit. Peace.